Would you pray with me? May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts and minds be pleasing to you, O Lord. Amen. Have you ever thought, had this inkling to, to begin to think about this question that the Pharisees asked Jesus today? About which is the greatest commandment? What is the number one most important thing we should be doing? Maybe you have. But I want to let you know, and you probably already know this, that there are over 600 commandments in the Hebrew Bible, what we call the Old Testament. So how could these Pharisees perhaps expect to ask Jesus to choose just one? How could they expect Jesus to choose just one of these commandments? Perhaps, like last week, this was a trick question, like with the coin, is it right for us to pay taxes? A trick question where the answer was known already by the one who was asking the question. They knew, perhaps, what it was they wanted that one most important commandment to be. And I think Jesus gives them the answer they want when he says to them to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your being, and with all your mind. But then he goes on. Because isn't it just like God to give us an answer that we want and then to keep going with the answer? The second is like it, to love your neighbor as yourself. And then he says, all the rest of the laws hang on these two things. I think that means that a law a commandment, a teaching of God from God means nothing if love is not at the center. Right? There are many rules that we have in life and in church. Many rules of that, that we, we hold to doing things just right. How many times have I heard stories about people being frustrated because they were told they were doing something wrong when it really didn't matter how they were doing it? Because God's love, our love for God and our love for others was not at the center of why we do that. Over the last couple thousand years, the church has been full of these laws. We, we build them up, and we peel them back, and we build them up, and we peel them back. We have all these rules still to this day that don't necessarily hold 
love at the center. Some of these laws, some of these rules are what Luther spoke out against 503 years ago this coming Saturday. This is Reformation Sunday. And Martin Luther um, famously posted his 95 theses on a door at a church in Wittenberg. And these 95 theses were um, basically speaking out against this rule, this law of the church that allowed people to give money to the church so that their loved ones can be released from purgatory earlier. And Luther's frustration with this is that if the Pope had this power and didn't use it without the money, he wasn't truly loving God and truly the Pope and didn't really have this power. See, what this money was being used for was to build um, St. Peter's Basilica, which is this beautiful building in Rome that if you've ever seen um, the Catholic, Roman Catholic Mass on Easter or on Christmas Eve, it happens in this space. But this money was taken from the German hinterlands. At that time, Germany, the Germanies, because there are a bunch of little feudal states, were off in the distance from Rome, and Rome was in the center of everything, and that was north of the Alps were just a bunch of barbarians. They felt that way anyway. Rome did. So Rome didn't have any trouble taking money from these poor souls north of the Alps to build their sanctuary in the city of Rome. This is what Luther was calling them out on, this practice of funneling money for, from the rural areas into the city. And that continues to this day. I'm sure many of you are familiar with this practice. So he writes his 95 theses and he, he posts them on the door to the, to the church there in Wittenberg and that's the cover image on the bulletin this morning. That's what's happening there. And, and then he's able to, to, this causes a big controversy in the church to search the Reformation and he has to hide for a while and he hides in this castle called the Wartburg Castle and it's in... Um, in Germany, it's up on a mountain. We'll have a picture of it at the end of the worship service here while we're singing, A Mighty Fortress is Our God. And it's that fortress that inspired Luther to, to sing that hymn, to write that hymn, that this unassailable fortress, that there was no way anybody was going to get in there and kidnap Luther away from that fortress. So I invite you on this Reformation Sunday... To reform 
of your heart. I invite you to a renewed focus on love in your life. Love of God and love of neighbor. Because certainly when Jesus said, love your neighbor as yourself to the Pharisees, this was scandalous because they knew who their neighbors were. They knew that their neighbors were everybody. And they wanted any excuse they had to not love their neighbors. So they... They had all of these patterns. You know, this is the same thing continuing from last week of asking about the coin and, and or about paying taxes. We don't love them, so we, we shouldn't pay taxes, right? But this renewed focus on love involves those who live around us, whether they're United Methodist or some flavor of Lutheran or Roman Catholic or of no church persuasion, whether they look like us or not, everyone is our neighbor. And Jesus says that the love of neighbor and the love of God is central to all the commandments. So I invite you this week to think about places where you can practice the works of mercy where we live out our baptismal vows to help end oppression and discrimination wherever we may find them. This was a vow made that you made at your baptism or was made for you and then you took it on when you were confirmed in the church. This this is the freedom doing this work Participating in these works of mercy is the freedom given to us by the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. This reformation of our hearts so that we can focus not on ourselves, not only on those like us, but on all of God's children and on loving them and on loving God, on loving our neighbors as ourselves. This is the freedom we've been given by Christ. So I invite you to participate in that freedom of loving your neighbors, to love them as you love yourself, and to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your being, and with all your mind, and to love your neighbor, a freedom, this freedom that allows us to live in God's reign here and now. Amen.